Hey guys, welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in. Today we are going to be talking about the ever-shifting Overton window. And if you're not familiar with what exactly the Overton window is, it's pretty much the realm of political beliefs that is considered acceptable at any given time. For example, in 1940s Germany, the Overton window was such that it was considered acceptable to literally be a Nazi. In Soviet-controlled East Berlin, it was considered acceptable and in fact even mandatory to to be a communist. And now, if you pay attention to politics at all, you'll have probably noticed that over the past five, maybe ten years, the Overton window in Western societies has shifted greatly, and views that were perfectly fine and widespread ten years ago are now deemed sexist, racist, or otherwise bigoted and not okay. And this didn't happen by accident. This is the direct result of the concerted effort of a group of Marxist activists found in academia, the media, and politics. And although this shift has happened relatively quickly, it's also important to note that it didn't happen overnight. For years now, the left has been pushing and pushing people to see exactly how much control they could muster by weaving themselves into positions of power and through the art of the outrage mob. The saying goes that if you put a frog into a pot of boiling water, it will jump right out. But if you put a frog into a pot of room temperature water and slowly turn up the heat, that frog will stay there until it eventually boils alive. And I'm afraid that is exactly what the far left has done with our culture. 10 years ago, if you would have told people that an accomplished academic would be deemed controversial merely for saying that the government should not be able to force people to refer to others as zer, you would be laughed at. But unfortunately, that is exactly the position that Dr. Jordan Peterson has found himself in. And his story, especially its recent developments is the perfect example of how far left and toward authoritarianism the Overton window currently is. A lot of you are probably familiar with Dr. Peterson's amazingly popular book, 12 Rules for Life. It was a bestseller, sold millions of copies, and was essentially a guidebook of how to improve yourself. Well, now, several years after the release of that book, Dr. Peterson is back from his hiatus due to health reasons, and he announced that he will be releasing another book early next year. But despite Dr. Peterson's views being nowhere near extreme or radical, and even considering the fact that his previous bestseller was really just a self-help book, the announcement of his new book had still caused quite a stir among his publisher's employees. As Vice reports, on Monday, Penguin Random House Canada, Canada's largest book publisher and a subsidiary of Penguin Random House, announced it will be publishing Beyond Order 12 More Rules for Life by Peterson to be released in March 2021. Four Penguin Random House Canada employees who did not want to be named due to concerns over their employment said the company held a town hall about the book Monday, during which executives defended the decision to publish Peterson, while employees cited their concerns about platforming someone who is popular in far-right circles. There is just so much that I want to say to this, the first thing being that far-right people are not fans of Jordan Peterson. They actually strongly dislike Jordan Peterson because he is in no way an ethno-nationalist. He is very much an individualist. He is not for collectivism, whether it's on the right or the left. Someone saying that Dr. Peterson is popular among the far right says a heck of a lot more about their political beliefs than it 
it does Dr. Peterson because it just goes to show you that they are so far left that heck, even just mainstream conservatives and classical liberals who actually do like Peterson seem extreme to them. The second thing is that it honestly disgusts me just how castrated our society has become where now any little petty concern that some Marxist loser may have now warrants for some reason a major response from even a large corporation. Honestly, who gives a crap whether some employees don't like the best-selling author that you're going to be publishing? What do they even think their jobs are? Their jobs are to publish books that sell. That is exactly what Jordan Peterson is delivering. So what's the problem? And how much, just how much privilege do these employees have where they think their opinion should even matter, where they think them taking offense to Dr. Peterson should weigh more in the concerns of their bosses than literally millions of sales? There is way more to this article and trust me, it just gets worse. But before we go any further, I do want to save you all some money with our sponsor, Gabby. So you know you're probably probably overpaying for car and homeowner's insurance, right? And sure, you would love to save money, but is spending hours on your own shopping for a lower rate to maybe save a few bucks worth it? Probably not. But that is exactly where Gabby comes in. Gabby does all of the work for you in just a few minutes and get this. Gabby customers save $961 per year on average, which is huge. So Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples to apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers, places like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Just link your current insurance account and in just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you already have. The savings that Gabby can net you are real. Like I said before, Gabby customers save on average $961 per year. I bet that would be very nice to have in your pocket come Christmas time. Plus, if they can't find you savings, then hey, at least you can rest easy knowing that you have the best deal out there and they'll never sell your info so there's no annoying spam or robocalls. You're probably overpaying on your car and homeowner's insurance, just face it, but that is where Gabby comes in. It's totally free to check and there is no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash Lauren. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Lauren. Again, Gabby.com slash Lauren so they know that our show sent you. Now, back to Vice as this article reads, quote, he is an icon of hate speech and transphobia. And the fact that he's an icon of white supremacy, regardless of the content of his book, I'm not proud to work for a company that publishes him, a junior employee who is a member of the LGBTQ community and who attended the town hall told Vice World News. Another employee said people were crying in the meeting about how Jordan Peterson has affected their lives. They said one co-worker discussed how Peterson had radicalized their father, and another talked about how publishing the book will negatively affect their non-binary friend. The company since June has been doing all these anti-racist and allyship things, and them publishing Peterson's book completely goes against this. It just makes all of their previous efforts seem completely performative, the employee added. Once more, somebody saying that Jordan Peterson represents hate speech, transphobia, or white supremacy is way more telling of their political beliefs than it is Dr. Peterson's. If I were in charge of this publishing company, not only would I not kowtow to these crybabies by hosting a town hall where they can just come and whine and act like they should have a say in how much money the company makes, I would also actually fire these people, not for their political beliefs, which they can have and believe whatever they want, but for
for just the sheer hubris of thinking that them taking offense to Dr. Peterson should in any way affect the company's business plans. And just how soft have people become where someone like Jordan Peterson, one of the most mild-mannered and uh, frankly rational people out there, can actually make them cry? And how unbelievably entitled do you have to be to honestly tell your boss that one of the reasons why they shouldn't be publishing this book that will sell millions of copies and make them millions of dollars is that your friend won't like it? Like, just talk, talk about privilege, all right? These people need a grim reminder that the world does not revolve around them and their mushy, mushy feelings. And don't get me wrong, I would not support this type of cancel culture over any author because I acknowledge that, heck, it's a publisher's business to publish books. If I don't like someone they're publishing, I can just criticize that person and not buy their book. I don't need to try to get them deplatformed. We should all be very, very concerned, not just that this type of reaction is happening, but that it is also happening again to someone like Jordan Peterson. This is not someone who is racist, and this is not someone, despite what the mainstream media may tell you, who is sexist. Keep in mind that the only controversial things Jordan Peterson has done is say that he is not in favor of compelled speech, that hierarchies are natural, and that, hey, men and women are different, and that different people perform differently. It should scare every single one of us that merely stating those opinions, or rather facts, is now enough to get you called a white supremacist, and not just by some random Tumblr user, no, by people in the publishing industry, the people who are in control of what we're able to read and share. And I also want to point out how that one employee said that Dr. Peterson is apparently so toxic that he doesn't even care what's in this book. He just doesn't think it should be published. So in this person's mind, Dr. Peterson is just so hateful that even if this book were to be, for example, a treatise on how homosexual and non-binary people should be treated fairly, it would still be tarnished by it being written by Jordan Peterson. So what that means is that we're not just at a point now where opinions can be censored. We're trying to censor just entire people, anything that might come out of his mouth. And what's even worse than that terrifying reality is how nobody seems to be calling these crazies out. As the article reads, in an email statement, Penguin Random House Canada said, it is open to its employees' feedback. We announced yesterday that we will publish Jordan Peterson's new book, Beyond Order, this coming March. Immediately following the announcement, we held a forum and provided a space for our employees to express their views and offer feedback. Our employees have started an anonymous feedback channel, which we fully support. We are open to hearing our employees' feedback and answering all of their questions. We remain committed to publishing a range of voices and viewpoints, the statement said. I think it's great that, at least for now, Penguin hasn't canceled Dr. Peterson's new book, and I think they should go ahead and publish it. But what I don't understand is why they're still in their way trying to placate these clearly unreasonable people. I mean, if someone comes up to you and tells you that Jordan Peterson is a white supremacist icon, therefore we shouldn't publish him, even though that's our main business, you don't need to hear them out. It is okay for you to tell them where they can shove it. And to top it all off, Vice also writes that all of the workers who spoke to Vice World News said if the book isn't canceled, they would like Penguin Random House Canada to consider donating the profits from the book to LGBTQ organizations. 
I would fire the hell out of these people. I really would. But it's not just the world of publishing and academia that has gone down the toilet and is firmly in the grasp of the regressive left. It's also just mainstream media and pop culture. For example, Gina Carano is an actress who is probably best known for her role in Disney's The Mandalorian series. And it also turns out that she is someone who does not think that putting her pronouns in her social media bios should be a necessary thing, i.e. what everybody thought 10 years ago. But of course, in 2020, we are now at a point where such an innocent opinion is enough to get you canceled. As bounding into comics reports, on November 23rd, Pop Dust staff writer Keith Baldwin published an article asking, can Disney fire Gina Carano from The Mandalorian for being depressingly normal? Asserting in the article's subheading that Gina Carano's political views are upsetting and ignorant, but they are not unusual. In the opening to his piece, Baldwin disingenuously summarizes the recent controversies involving Carano's social media presence, such as her refusal to bow down to a mob demanding she add pronouns to her bio, or the backlash to her call for businesses to reopen while taking whatever COVID-19 precautions they wished, and her creation of a parlor account as moments of apparent ignorance meant to, worst of all, anger or alienate left-leaning fans. In this hellscape, we now find ourselves in drag queen kids are celebrated and children as young as 12 years old are injected with hormone blockers. If you missed our last episode, you really need to check it out. But in this dystopia, you know what is controversial? <laughs> Refusing to put your pronouns in your bio, daring to say that businesses should have the right to open and Oh yeah, creating a social media account on a platform that actually allows free speech. This is what you need to do in this day and age to be considered a bad person. And even though the people who believe these crazy things are by no means the majority of us out there, they are definitely the most vocal and the most passionate about these issues. And that is why they dominate the public discourse and will continue to do so as long as we allow ourselves to be pushed around by them. So. You you know what the answer to literally all of this is? Stop listening to them. If an outrage mob comes at you or your business, do not, for the love of all that is good in this world, bow down to them. Don't go along with unreasonable requests or fringe opinions just because someone else tries to bully you into it. As many problems as these activists have, one of the biggest problems that the rest of us need to work on is our apparent lack of conviction. If we don't take a and at some point, then that Overton window is just going to keep shifting and shifting. And sooner or later, it will be too late to do anything about it, even if we wanted to. And unfortunately, I think we are fast approaching that level of control. That's pretty much all I have to say for now, though. But as always, I would love to hear what you think. Do you think Penguin will eventually bow down to the mob and cancel Peterson's book? Or will all of that money be too much incentive? Otherwise, let me know. But that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.